0: and I thank you for showing up on behalf of yourself and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before, and all who will come after. j Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Mother of the Mother podcast. I am your host, McLean McGowan. As usual, it is an honor to be here with you. Thank you for taking the time and space in your life to listen to my words. May they be a healing balm as you walk this path on your life of motherhood and womanhood. As we move through March, I personally am feeling very positive and hopeful and trusting a beautiful world before us I know we're still in this very intense portal which I do think is going to be at least until 2024 Um, there was a brief pause um, with the end of talk of Rona the mandates are lifting in some places the masks are lifting and, and then now there's much talk of war and pain and suffering and just consider the source, consider what you're watching, what you're listening to in all ways, in all areas, and know that whatever the world continues to move through, that it needs to, there's so much astrological alignment with this all needing to happen for the greatest good. We have to be looking at our shadow, we have to be seeing the darkness, and we can feel like we're getting pummeled again and again and again and again. And it's because we are. And a lot of us over the past two years have shifted, have changed, like, you know, a coal and fire being forged into a diamond. We've gotten stronger than we ever maybe thought possible. We have made different decisions. We've shifted priorities and, I do think much of that is for the greater good. There has been much suffering. There will continue to be suffering. There's a lot of death that's happened. There'll be, I think, more death happening. There are a lot of souls that are choosing to leave um, on their own accord. And of course, it's painful for all of those of us left behind. And my prayer is that we continue to learn from these past two years, from all of this, and to be more connected to source, to God, to universe, to Buddha, to Mother Earth, whatever your connection is personally, to double down on it, to let that be your guiding force, not the media, not the news, not the newspaper, the magazines, the internet, social media, to let your source guide you. Because that inner knowing, that trust, that devotion, that self-discipline, that inner knowing, that intuition, that gut feeling, that all comes from the connection with the higher self and we lose ourselves when we get distracted and people have power over us when we're distracted, right? We can't be manipulated and controlled when we are sovereign beings, right? When we are taking up space in a loving, compassionate, strong and peaceful way. So my wish is that we all can stand in that as women, especially as mothers, as the cornerstone of our families, the strength, the heartbeat of our families. And it's normal that you might feel exhausted and worn out and done. And the reality is if you're going to keep on living, you must keep showing up. And so how do we do that with more support, right? We need more support. We are not set up to thrive in this patriarchal system. This system that has been going for many generations now is not working. I think that's what we're seeing. It's not working. It's not sustainable. And so where do we go from here? And so I think, you know, as the darkness reveals more and more about what isn't working, we then have to kind of switch gears and say, okay, well, what do we want? Because we can know what we don't want and that is useful information, but we also can get kind of obsessed with that. And that in turn just becomes a cycle of negativity. So how do we pivot and actually look to the horizon, look to the world we want to be living in, look to the community we want to be living in, the city, the state, you know, what kind of family do we want to be living in? How do we want to be showing up as a person, a human, a woman, a father, a parent, a mother, right? And, you know, my personal priorities have shifted greatly and they continue to I've been talking to a lot of friends this week about this subject a lot of my mom friends and um I'm shuffling the oracle cards by the way if you hear that um so it, it definitely feels like it's in the collective consciousness right now of how do we shift the paradigm how do we show up as entrepreneurs working for ourselves that so can be home because now we see the value and need to be home at a minute's notice right And how do we be there for our kids and earn money and follow our artistic passions and do the things that light us up within and then also show up as the moms we want to be and create family dynamics that we want and that are healthy and that we have the time and devotion to create. And, you know, the thing about motherhood is it's it's a winding journey, but what it does call to us is the simple logistics of showing up each and every day and holding the line, holding it down. And it is constant. I remember my mom said that to me before I had kids is that the hardest thing about becoming a mom and having children is it's constant. It never really lets up. And of course it that depends on if you have childcare help and nannies or they're in school, et cetera, et cetera. But that doesn't mean you're not worrying about them and your heart's not being pulled in a lot of directions as well. You know, my priorities keep changing too, as the ages and stages of my own kids have changed. And then also my growth over the past even couple of months is allowing, I've I felt a, a, a deeper sense of trust in the divine timing of my life. I've taken up, a, taken off a lot of my own internal pressure, which I tend to do. Uh, I hold a lot of pressure in myself internally, even though I look maybe super chill on the outside, I hold myself to, very high expectations and standards um, when maybe no one else is actually asking that of me. And I think we can as women and mothers, especially kind of rob ourselves of joy when we don't need to be, but it's judging ourselves against others or just, I know with myself, I get frustrated that I'm not where I want to be in my career at this moment based on how I know I can help serve or what I can create in courses or, you know, all these kind of also different sideline creative projects I'm going to work on. And there just doesn't seem to be time for it right now. And then I just kind of have been able recently in the past couple months to hand it over, hand it over into my, my faith. And it's brought me a lot more joy because I'm just not as stressed out. I'm just in the day, like today went so differently than I had planned. Our pod teacher was sick. Goldie ended up staying with me. My car's in the shop for the second day. So I couldn't do my, the errands I'd planned. The podcast I previously recorded, I forgot to put it one wire and so didn't record. My oldest one was late from her drop-off. So we missed karate class like it's just been kind of one thing after the other and I've been in a great mood because this morning I just surrendered this day is not going to look anything like I thought it was going to look like and it's okay and it's not always okay right sometimes we have to, we have deadlines we have to be somewhere we have other people depending on us for you know for our work our the things we've made packs to do. But today I didn't have that. I didn't have to be working as a doula in someone else's house. I didn't have anyone else dependent on me in a very urgent way. And so I didn't have to put that pressure on myself. And I think that's the thing is we can get addicted to that busyness and that pressure. So I just offer, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a mom that's feeling frustrated, if you're a mom that's feeling tapped out and exhausted, where can you lighten the load? Where can you simplify your day? where can you say, you know what, we don't have to do these five things today. Maybe it's one, maybe it's two, maybe it's zero. Maybe we just let the day take us in a completely different way. Sometimes I let my kids just completely guide the day. And a lot of times sometimes, you know, when I even least expect it, they just need a day at home with no agenda, with no screens, just to play and be quiet and read books. Sometimes we all need to reset that way. So why don't we give it to ourselves. So, a friend offered that the other day was just like, why don't you just take a month and relax? And it was just such a a beautiful sentiment of permission. Permission to give myself permission for us to give each other. You have your life to live and you get to create it however you want with the tools that you have, with your intention, with your prayers. And it's kind of a cliche term now, but honor the season you're in. And it's so true. It's so true. And I had heard that in all my young years as a mom. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to do this. And I'm going to do this. And I think now with my oldest at 10, I'm finally really honoring that season I'm in. Because I know how quickly it goes. My baby's now four and a half. And... I know how quickly time goes, and then we'll be in the next phase. So I am doing both and, right? That's what motherhood is the both and, the paradoxes. We live in the unknown, we live in the gray. And so much of it is our attitude and how we meet the obstacles coming our way. And when you really don't want to have a conversation, when you really don't want to face the thing, that's usually when you need to face the thing and have that talk. Get real with yourself. Get real with your partner. Get real with your kids. Quiet the noise around you. Come back to yourself. Okay, I'm going to pull cards for us today. The Daily Crystal Inspiration Deck, I just pulled Angelite. Support is all around you. You are not alone. Help and support are always available to you, whether through your friends, family, or guardian angels. Stay open to receiving that comforting energy. Allow others into your life. Reach out when you need your community by your side. Not all of us are comfortable asking for assistance but trust that others want to help and, in fact, are often grateful to do so. It's okay to accept, even create, the support system you need and deserve. Even the strongest among us have moments of vulnerability. There is strength in allowing yourself to receive comfort and grow from a place of acceptance. So the next time someone extends a helping hand, take it with grace and gratitude. Core questions. When was the last time you offered help? When was the last time you asked for help? Do you feel deserving of support? Crystal action affirmation. Support is all around me. Today, practice asking for help from a friend, family member, or guardian angel, even for the smallest task. Mm. I love that one. So beautiful. It's this beautiful pale blue crystal. And that's so true. That's... Another thing that came up in a podcast interview I did today was was asking for help. You know, we often have just been trained and programmed to not have big needs or feeling like needs are below us or weak. And that's such the patriarchal system, right? That there's only so much help that can ever be afforded to you. And no, help is around us all the time. That is the matriarchal way. That is the feminine way to receive and give and receive and give. It's a flowing in and out. It's the inhale, exhale. That is the balance. And what we see in our patriarchal system is isolated moms doing so much of the grunt work throughout the day. And not to say partners or father's aren't doing their own work, they also are suffering, right? We're all suffering and we're all having resentments and we're all feeling not seen and not heard. So we need to figure out a new system. But what's been happening is we used to mother in villages. We used to mother in family units. We used to mother the different families on a street block, right? Like the kids would run in and out of the house all day. You would come in for dinner and that literally doesn't exist anymore or I don't see it anywhere around me and I don't hear about it either. So we're all feeling isolated and alone and the constant barrage of tasks and cooking and snacks and cleaning and driving your kids to this and this and this, and then trying to fit in our art or our work or our light meditation or all the things that bring us joy, it takes a back seat, right? So like how, how fun would it be if we all, got to cook dinner together with their, like our besties that night or rotated around. So you had one night a week, you know, and the rest of the nights you got to do other things during that time, or you got to take care of the kids or do a fun craft with the kids or have a bonfire or like have a dance class with the kids of the village while the other mom cooked, you know, they There's so much we're missing out on because we created this quote unquote dream of each owning a house or having a house with all the things, but we've like lost our soul and our hearts because of it. And obviously that's a gross generalization, but it isn't serving us. We are, we are being underserved. So with that, how do we create the world we want to live in? And how do we do that within this patriarchal system that, that only, doesn't truly support what most moms need, but then it also makes creating our own world so hard, you know, it's like, it's like insult to injury. So one way that I can, in my own way, rebel against that is to feel that each day I'm living my best life. And being in gratitude for what the day holds, the lessons I'm learning, knowing that some days are going to be harder than others. And then some days are going to be really joyful and easy, but they're not going to be joyful and easy if we are attached to the bad days. If we can't see the light, then we're always going to be in the dark. So as we move into spring, as we have this renewed sense of levity and light and love, like I just, I feel so much more energized, just even this week, I just feel like full of hope and excitement and this feeling of like, oh, I can do it. I'm totally doing it. I'm totally going after the things that bring me joy. And it's really great because I just feel like I'm really supporting myself. And whether that's changing on the outside, we'll see. Who knows? But it's the inside, you know, it's actually my inside attitude that makes the difference in how I feel. That all the options are limitless, and I'm co-creating my life each and every day, hour by hour, by my choices, and even more so by my intentionality with how I want to be living my life. And once I'm in that flow, better and better stuff keeps happening to me, and I'm just meeting more and more amazing people here in LA, and it's really grateful. So I don't know if you're feeling it yet. Depending on where you are in the world, might still be snowy and cold. But here in LA, I'm feeling a breath of fresh air. I'm so excited to now be offering two group ways to work with me. One is Mom Club, which is a continuation of the Mom Club that we had going last year. It is now on a new platform, so it has evolved, it's expanded, it's leveled up. There are a lot more offerings per month in your membership. It's for any woman that is walking her motherhood journey, whether you have ideas of wanting to conceive soon, if you're newly pregnant, towards the end of your pregnancy, a new mama in her postpartum shift, or a mom of a toddler, a grade schooler, or a high schooler. Every mom or mom-adjacent person is welcome. So hit me up if you have any questions about that. The second offering is Sovereign Society, which is my newest offering. This is a Sacred Circle monthly membership for any woman, you don't have to be a mom, who has been navigating this portal over the past couple years, maybe learning, beginning to think outside the box, curious about homeschooling, medical freedom, looking at... Things in new ways. This is a sacred space for you to show up, ask questions, share your truth, not be judged, not feel isolated and alone. And it's a beautiful container. We had our first call last week. If you can't make it live, the call will be recorded. All of this information for both groups is in the link tree in my bio on Instagram at mother the Mother. And you can always email me, hello at motherthemother.com if you have any questions continuing to offer my one-on-one coaching. This is a very specific work for women and mothers on their journey of womanhood and motherhood. And it really depends on what you're working on personally and where you are in your life path. So the best way to move forward with me if you want to work in that capacity is to email me hello at motherthemother.com and we will set up a free discovery chat to see how I can be of service to you as you grow and expand. Generally, I offer a minimum three-month container because this is deep work and it's extensive work and it's a commitment on both of our sides to really get in there and make it worth your while worth your time investment and your energetic and money investment I am offering right now for a couple of months we'll see how my timing aligns I am offering a one-off deep dive for those of you that are not quite ready to go into a container space but have some pressing questions or pressing issues that need some support whether it's in the birth world the prenatal world the postpartum world or motherhood realm I'm here for you and so that's an option I'm offering right now while I have the space and time for that so if any of those speak to you or you're on the fence or you're just wanting to learn more you can dm me or please email me hello at motherthemother.com and I look forward to connecting thanks so much okay I'm going to pull the earth warriors oracle for us per usual letting anything that resonates come into your field and that which does not fly back and up into the ethers from which it came I pulled the card Amaru, the beautiful place. And it's a beautiful card of a woman with some big peacock earring, feather earrings on, a baby, butterfly, hummingbirds, a unicorn, hawks, a lion, butterflies, flowers, the ocean, volcanoes, the moon, and a phoenix rising. (laughs) There's a lot of this card. Okay. Here we go. Amaru, the beautiful place. Your dreams of a more beautiful world are not a product of childish fantasy nor idle imagination. They are true spiritual visions inspired by the universal heart that yearns for divine paradise to be manifested in all worlds. You have a life purpose to assist in the creation of divine harmony in the world through sacred activism and the expression of your soul talents. Believe that the beautiful world you long for is not only possible, but part of your spiritual responsibility to create. Don't be scared to face a problem head-on. You don't need to be willful about a solution, but in facing the issues, you shall simplify the complexity and recognize the practical steps that will create healing change. Keep your mind and heart open as you ask for unconditionally loving guidance as to how you best evoke divine healing in any situation. There is an outcome available to you that is far more beautiful and divinely inspired than what you can currently envision. Ask for divine help and trust unconditionally in the assistance that will lead you away from the limitations of your current thinking into the perfection of what the divine wishes for you and our world. It has been said that peace is not merely the absence of war. Earth warriors understand that we need to fight for peace in this world using our strength, courage, creativity, intelligence, and will to continually align with the peaceful presence within. Saboteurs will want you to believe that peace is passive, that it involves denial or detachment from the world, that it isn't relevant, practical, or helpful, or doesn't create change, and that to rest in peace is some sort of unhealthy spiritual indulgence. They will try to convince you of these lies in order to keep you from accessing this powerful weapon against hate. A human being with great with peace in their heart sees more clearly, is more willing, able, and effective in acting on their spiritual guidance, bringing a genuine and potent healing effect into the world. Such humans are harder to manipulate, distract, and disempower. Amaru is a term used by the First Peoples of Australia to express the concept of paradise. In Aboriginal culture, there are said to be songlines that follow sacred pathways stretching across the land. Each songline conveys a particular story through its song, and the language and interpretation of story shared in each songline is unique. It takes contributions from all of the many and varied groups within Aboriginal culture for the assembling of the songlines into a coherent whole to be possible. The songlines could only be understood in the entirety by an individual if that person spoke all the languages and understood all the cultural nuances encoded in its length. The wisdom of the songlines can be instructive for the Amaru dreamers that we are, the ones who are passionate about creating paradise for all on earth. No one person can accomplish this on their own. If we work together, educating, encouraging, inspiring, and helping each other, Not only on a personal level and spiritually, but with intelligent connection that allows for interdisciplinary and intercultural conversations, we can, as a whole, learn to follow the sacred pathways of the earth. We can work with her to manifest a human culture that enhances and expresses her divine wisdom and beauty. We each do our part together. We need inspired individuals who will engage with each other for our better and more beautiful world to continue to be birthed. When we honor what we ourselves have to offer and are willing to share it with others and also honor what others have to offer and are willing to receive it, we will find fellow earth warriors with kindred spirits and helping hands in unexpected places. We will be able to assist each other in eschewing cynicism and boredom, and instead we will learn things from each other, being informed and empowered. We will not believe in the lie that we are somehow a victim of the systems in place, Instead, we can be inspired by our ability to evoke the healing change needed through our own inner transformation, sharing our talents and encouraging others to be generous with their gifts. We rally each other to the fulfillment of divine purpose. We embrace the healing innovations that are already happening and lend the power of our talents and resources, our voices and our support only to that which belongs in paradise. Earth warriors, there are enough of us now. We do not need to wait any longer. We are already working in many fields ready for this moment of empowered creation and divine opportunity. We are the wild divine visionaries who not only see but do. Let us continue to rally and rise. The healing process for this is feel, visualize, or imagine that you can see Mother Earth beneath you. As if your spirit was hovering above her, you can see, feel, or sense the beautiful, energetic songlines that weave themselves along sacred pathways curving around our Mother Earth. Each songline is unique and essential. Each songline lends itself like an instrument in the orchestra to the collective wisdom song of the sacred feminine. No songline demands that another be silenced or become the same. All the differences are required for the full beauty of the wisdom song to emerge. this is the saying, let there be peace on earth. Let human culture on earth be a culture of encouragement, optimism, innovation, engagement, wisdom, reflection, community, and guardianship of the planet and each other for the spiritual benefit of all beings. Let this be now that our future is the most blessed and beautiful vision of paradise by the hand of the loving supreme being and our own free will. So be it. Wow. Thank you. What a beautiful card to pull. And yes, you know, again, I was speaking of this earlier in an interview is we so often go through the things that we need to go through in this lifetime. And oftentimes we don't know why, you know, and if you believe in karma, maybe it's what we need to learn from our past lives. Maybe it's what is the best for our highest good this lifetime and i know with myself when i'm in it things can be hard but more often than not i grow so much from the lessons and now i'm aware of what i'm going through and the the resistance and the triggers and the things i don't want to look at but i'm willing now to face them head on because i don't want to repeat them like i want to learn the thing learn the lesson do the work and move on with my life. So, you know, that word victim, which is so mm, heavy or full, there's so many feelings associated with victim, but I can get into victim mentality with, you know, certain attitudes someone has about me or they're projecting onto me or just the energetics I can feel from someone else. And like, I can get resentful or annoyed or kind of become a victim about it. But then I you know, also have the opportunity to realize it's not really about me or it's a dance I'm doing with that person. And so how am I showing up to the relationship, you know, or the, the situation and how do we take our lessons and turn it into something that's beneficial for others? You know, turning poison into medicine, there's a Buddhist saying, and how can you turn your poison into your medicine? How can you let the harsh things you've gone through, be part of the beauty in your life. And I think as women, we intuitively do that. And that's why I love having women friends of all ages. We all need each other, you know, we need that aspect of the village. We're the ones that are younger than us coming up with babies or pregnancy that I have things to share with them. And then I'm looking to the elders, you know, the ones with kids that are grown are teenagers. And I'm looking to them for answers and guidance and we all need each other. We all learn from each other. And that's certainly how I became a postpartum doula is because I didn't want another woman to go through birth and postpartum and feel alienated and alone. And it wasn't even really a conscious thought. It was just like, Oh, this is what I'm doing so I can help educate people and tell them like, this is what's up. This is what's normal. This is not what's normal. Um, so they didn't feel so isolated and, and now I'm doing that with my coaching and that's the whole reason behind mom club and sovereign society is to show and be a beacon and be a lighthouse that we're not alone. And most of us are having a very similar experience. The details might be different, but we're having a very similar experience in many ways and we're not alone. And that in and of itself is so healing. You're not alone we're not alone. And we have so much strength when we feel that support. We have so much strength anyway. I mean, we're, we're way stronger than we ever even think possible. So allow yourself to know that too. Like you don't even have to see it in your mind's eye. Just know that it's within you and how can you serve? How can you share your gifts and not to add pressure at anyone? Cause I think especially as young mothers, we're giving so much constantly, those young early years with our children. Um, there can, and there can be a lot of pressure to like get back and get back to work and, and be of service and, and to turn it around. And I highly encourage you to take a beat, take a pause, allow yourself to refill. It's just like your postpartum time. The more that you have the self-discipline to rest and heal and eat nourishing foods and be horizontal in bed, you actually get back into life that much faster because you're allowing yourself to actually heal on a cellular level. And same thing goes with energetically. When we're giving, 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 we have to change that to be more balanced. We have to get into the act of receiving before we then can give a huge amount more. So truly honoring the season you're in, knowing that life unfolds exactly as it needs to, trusting the divine timing of your life, If you're constantly trying to push, 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 and the thing isn't happening, it's very likely not the time for that to be happening. And it is the feminine way to flow, to flow into all the different vessels, to morph. We're chameleons. We can meet the energetics of a room. We can really be this incredible goddess that can change when we need to and how we need to. And that is this Pisces oceany energy too, the emotions, high emotions. I don't know about you, but my Pisces season has started off with a bang, um, way more emotional than I was expecting. Um, looking at a lot of habits and patterns on a deeper level, even like unconscious things, um, childhood things. I'm having wild dreams every night. My sleeping has been way off. I'm not sleeping that well. Um, Just tons of dreams. So I'm definitely going through some processing, hopefully some (laughs) up-leveling. I'm definitely ready to release more and more layers of the past to make room for an abundant, amazing future happening in the now moving forward. So Bless yourself always, attitude of gratitude in the morning, hand on your heart, hand on your belly, blessing yourself first and foremost, because your love, your self-love is your motherly love. And we must extend it to ourselves before anyone else. And so often we learn to do this by having our children, through having our children. We learn to give that love back to ourselves, sometimes for the first time. And that is what's so incredible about becoming a mom. And when we do it consciously and do it intentionally, we can heal so many parts of ourselves, so many parts of our matriarchal line, our mothers, our grandmothers, our great, 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 great grandmothers. It's endless, as well as the future generations. And so acknowledge that. Acknowledge actually how much work you're doing each and every day. I acknowledge that in you. I'm seeing that in you. I'm speaking to that to you because we can't help but judge ourselves against the society we're in, right? And the standards in which people are judged are money, clout, titles, how far you get up a corporate ladder. And motherhood is none of those things. And so no wonder we feel less than when actually we are doing the most important work. We are doing the most important work on this planet at this time. To have physically healthy, mentally healthy, emotional healthy, spiritually healthy children during this time in this universe history is huge. And if you're doing that, you should be really proud of yourself. And I'm really proud of you. So keep on keeping on. Refill your cup, rest, slow down, simplify, say no to all the things that don't light you up. You may need to lose some friends. You may need to cut out some toxicity. But when you do, you get clear on what you do want. And you get clear on who you do want in your lives. And watch your life expand in incredible ways. Cut the fat. Cut out the toxicity in the people around you. The things you listen to. The things you watch. The products you use on your face and your hair. The cleaning products in your house. Cut it out so that you can heal and so that you can thrive. With this energy of spring, this March, allow yourself to dream, allow yourself to dream big, what you want your life to feel like, what you want your life to look like, call it in, go big. You don't need to know the how, just focus on what you want to feel, how you want to thrive, and then look at your answers. And look at the things behind your answers. Because it's usually not the thing. It's the thing behind the thing. If that makes sense. And it usually boils down to respect. Being seen. Being heard. And so much of that you can give yourself. And when we have the confidence to give it to ourselves. We then give it freely to others. And how incredible if... Our whole society, you know, sees a mom, her three kids walking in the park, and she gets more respect than the businessman in a $200,000 Porsche, right? She gets more respect from the entire society because that's the real work. And we get to do that because we're creating Our world together, each one of us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for showing up for yourself, for me, for each other, for your daughters, for your sons, for your partners. We are in a massive tidal wave of the matriarchal energy coming back and it's painful. It's painful for us. It's painful for the men. It's all changing. There's so much crumbling. All the things that we've been working for our whole lives for many decades, they're crumbling. So there are many ego deaths happening right now. So there's a lot of pain. That's why we see so many people triggered by everything. So allow people to have their journey and their process. Don't take things personally. Everyone's having massive amounts of ego deaths every day. And guess what? It doesn't feel good. People don't like change. But it has to happen. Sending you all so much love, so much light. Jma.